0: Morning and welcome to another episode of Iconic Freedom: The Formula. We are setting a standard for accountability and responsibility in our personal universe. Let each care for self, and all will be cared for.
1: Um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. They you hope- uh, don't
2: advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But, go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is okay. So Hello, I really enjoyed
0: annoyed. this particular interview with Elon Musk. Now I do not endorse Elon Musk or pretty much anybody else, for that matter. I really look at statements that people are making, and those are the things that I look at in terms of how I filter the accountability and responsibility prism. So the obvious thing that he's saying right from the get-go is that you know, I'm just not going to be extorted in these particular situations and that if people are looking to do that, that's not going to work for me. And I'm willing to stand on a standard. I'm willing to stand on a hill to die on a hill for the fact that I will have my freedom and I will have my liberty to do what it is that I want to do that I know that I should do because that's what my own internal authority goes by. It's a really interesting observation and and this is really kind of an interesting story to listen to and to observe that about him is that sure he's got a lot of money and blah 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 and people think, you know, well, it's easy to do that when you have a lot of money, but that's not actually always the case. You have more power within you to make a decision towards accountability and owning your choices and keeping your freedom than you think you do. Because when you stop bogging your life down with all kinds of other things that you have to be responsible for, you know, maybe a house and a car and a school loan and kids and blah, 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 blah. I mean, you've made all these choices, which you are now linked to financially that you have an accountability towards. But when you start to live without... A lot of things over time, and you keep your life simplified, you find that you have more freedom to make the choices that you want to make. And what's interesting to me is that he makes those choices in this particular situation, and he has no problem telling people, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm not going to be blackmailed. You're not going to extort me in that particular situation. I know that sometimes people don't like the spiciness of his statement, but I do want to say this. The thing that I liked about it was that it was reality and it was in your face. So when we've talked about other politicians, we've talked about people in the media, you know, we talk about the idea of speaking to reality. What is the reality? The reality is the observation of things without an emotion attached to it. Here's what's going on. And he speaks to a reality for himself of, listen, I will not be extorted. If that's the case, then don't advertise with me. And, you know, and consequently, you can go F yourself.
1: <laughs> well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. About, don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what G-F-Y. do you do? F-Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too, <laughs> right?
2: Yes. No, no. I, I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino right here and she's got to sell advertising. I, I, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. totally. So, so wh- no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company... I, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company and we will document it in great detail.
1: But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say... They're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah. They're going to say. Tell it to, tell to Earth. But they're going to say that they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Right. Let's, that's that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's
2: see how Earth responds to that. Something, OK, this, then this goes back to. We'll, the, me, we'll both make our cases. Right. And we'll see what the
1: outcome is. What are the economics of that for you? I mean, you, you have enormous resources, so you can actually keep this company going for a very long time. Would you keep it going for a long time if there was no advertising?
2: I mean, if the company fails because of an ad- advertised boycott, it will fail because of an ad- advertised boycott. And that will be what bankrupt the company. And that's what all, everybody on earth will know. But what, what do you
1: think then of the
2: idea of trust, though? Then and it'll I, be gone. And it'll be gone because of an advertised boycott. But, but you
1: recognize that some of those people are going to say that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. And I, I, wonder, I just wonder and ask you and think about that for a Tell second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be. The uh, judge is the public. And you think that the public is going to say that, that Disney is making a mistake? Yes. And they're going to boycott Disney?
2: They already are. Well,
1: there, there are some that are for, for, for lots of different reasons, but you think that this is going to – that you have the – this goes to actually the interesting of, of, of power saying, and leverage. Let the
2: chips fall where they may. Let the chips fall where they may.
0: So again, this is a really nice clip where he just speaks to the reality. And what he's doing is he really is holding people accountable. He's holding advertisers accountable if they decide that they want to boycott – And then he's holding the people accountable by saying, listen, you make the decision, you put your dollars where you think it's important, and you're accountable for that. Then, you know, the outcome belongs to you. One of the nice things about him being so blunt is the fact that, again, he is speaking to a reality that people have not heard previously and I don't mean that you know they've never heard these words before that kind of thing what I mean is that we've gotten so caught up in image building and that clip is coming up real quick um, that what happens is is people will not say what needs to be said you know we've talked about this before in other podcasts right say it say it out loud say it in whatever words you want. Because as adults, we'll figure it out. We'll be able to sift through whatever it is that we need to sift through and make the decisions based on the information that we need. But we can't do that if people are playing games, right? And if they're trying to wordsmith things and you know do all kinds of other shenanigans. So it's really kind of cool that he's willing to just speak to the reality, say it the way it is, and uh, let the chips fall where they may.
1: Right? There's
2: not a let, let the chips fall where they may approach to those businesses, I don't think. No, we focus on making the best products. And, and, and Tesla has gotten to where it's gotten with no advertising at all. I understand that. Tesla currently sells uh, two, twice as much uh, in terms of electric vehicles as the rest of uh, electric car makers in, in the United States combined. Tesla has done more to help the environment than uh, all other companies combined. It would be fair to say that, therefore, as a leader of the company, I've done more for the environment than everyone, any single human on Earth. How do you feel about that? No, no, how
1: do I feel about that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm asking you personally how you feel about that because this goes. We're talking about power
2: and influence, and and... I'm saying I'm saying what what I care about is the, the reality of goodness, not the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck them.
0: Okay. This is one of my favorite clips in this particular interview with him because it's talking about image building now I don't know if you've been listening to other podcasts and you know commentary on this particular uh interview that was done with him, but this is one of the points that I think is really worth. to me, I think there's value in being able to point it out is that he's talking about image building, that people are more concerned about looking good rather than just having been a good person. How do you become a good person? By developing the qualities of the standards that you want to live by, that have that foundation of accountability and responsibility i own my choices and i can respond to my choices and i would do no harm to others and it's so amazing that he it just it just flows from him in that moment that you know i'm kind of sick and tired of seeing people that you know keep trying to appear as though they're doing good when in fact it's off the backs of other people that they are actually supposedly doing this so-called good deed. I mean, we've talked about that. Milton Friedman has talked about this. Uh, we also had Christopher Hitchens talking about this. Uh, you've seen it in the the movie clips uh, that we went through uh, for the Christmas movie, where people are always trying to, off the backs of other people, trying to look good rather than just be a good person be accountable and make your choices and let others decide what that is of value to them. You already know the value for yourself. You don't have to keep beating the drum. You already know who you are. If you're a quality person, you don't have to tell people I'm a quality person. They'll just see it, right? They'll be able to observe it. I think I told a story one time of a physical trainer that I worked with where he was saying, you know, well, I was, you know, trying to be a good person and trying to help out. I said, you know, I wish I could extract that out of your DNA once and for all so that you never had to deal with that again. And that you would just be the person that you are. Reveal who you are by the choices that you're making. Because what happens is you'll start compromising your choices when you're trying to be a good person. If you're not trying to be a good person, you're not trying to image build, then what happens is you'll start making choices that are accountable and responsible. And again, you're just going to let the chips fall where they may. Um,
2: I, I, and I did do my best to clarify uh, afterwards that, uh, you know, I, I certainly don't mean anything anti-Semitic in that. Um, the, the nature of the criticism was simply that, you um, The Jewish people have been persecuted for thousands of years. There is a natural affinity, therefore uh, for persecuted groups. Um, This has led to the funding of organizations that uh, essentially promote any persecuted group or any group with the perception of persecution. This includes radical Islamic groups. Everyone here has seen the the massive demonstrations mm-hmm. for Hamas in every major city in the West. That should be jarring. Well, a, a, a number of those organizations received funding f- from prominent people in the Jewish community. Right. N- n- they didn't expect that to happen. It, it, but, but if you generically, right. w- without condition, sort of fund if you if you fund persecuted groups in general some of those persecuted groups unfortunately want your annihilation and what I what I meant by that mm-hmm. when I subsequently clarified is is that it's unwise to 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 fund organizations that support groups that want your annihilation is this coming across Really? Yeah, no, it point. is.
1: My, my question to you, though, I, I is... I think is logically that, is there, this is, makes a lot of sense. Is there any part of you... I mean, just tell me what happens, <laughs> though, When once all of this happens.
2: Let's say you fund a group, and that group supports Hamas, right. who wants you to die. Perhaps you should not fund them.
1: Right. <laughs> but, you, but you do... <laughs> Thank
0: you. I really enjoyed this piece of it because, okay, so this issue that's going on over in Israel and Hamas and... He talks in depth about this to a certain degree and some things that he tweeted out. And not only is he being accountable, he's owning his choices for the things that he said, but he clarified why he said what he said in, in helping people to understand that, look, you're making choices in your life. And if you don't want to be a victim well, then pay attention to your choices. And and it's not against, he's not saying that, you know, there's something wrong with the Jewish people um, in, you know, in the fact that they want to defend their lives and defend life itself. Of course, every person's going to do that. That's a natural instinct, right? But what he is saying is, is, look, if that's how you feel about your life, if that's the standard that you have set for your life, why are you giving money To people and organizations that want your annihilation, that want you dead, and why do you keep voting for a particular side of the political party when these people are again marching and protesting for your death, for the ending of your life or of your people? So he now he's obligating. And I love this. He's obligating accountability. He's obligating accountability to the people that say that they want peace, prosperity, they want to live their lives, do no harm. Okay, so now he's holding you accountable. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. I I think it's a brilliant way to be able to speak to this. And not surprisingly, how many people came out and started giving him a hard time about it, trying to say, oh, you're anti-Semitic. And it's like, no, 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 you don't want to be held accountable. So you want to try to find some sort of fault or some flaw within the statement. But the reality is that if you want your life... To have meaning and value then you have to show that through your choices
2: you know he is concerned about government overreach um about government control of information the, i mean the, the degree to which uh old twitter was basically a sock puppet of the government was ridiculous um so you know it, it seems to me that there's, there, there's a, a very severe violation of the first amendment um in terms of how much a government control, uh, how much control the government had over old Twitter, um, and uh, it no longer does. So, you know, there's a reason for the First Amendment. Um, the reason for the First Amendment, for freedom of speech, is because the, the, the people that immigrated to this country uh, came from places where there was not freedom of speech, and and they were like, you know what, we 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 got to make sure that that's constitutional. Because where they came from, if they said something, they'd be put in prison, or there'd be, uh, you know, something bad would happen to them. So, uh, and freedom of speech—you have to say when is it relevant? It's only relevant when, when someone you don't like can say something you don't like, or it it has no meaning. Um, and, and, And as soon as you sort of, you know, throw in the towel and concede to censorship. It is only a matter of time before someone censors you, and that is why we have the First Amendment.
0: And of course, you know, this is part of my mantra in my own life is, you know, listening to people talk about being censored and being sensitive to, you know, hate speech. There is no such thing as hate speech. You know, some notes that I wrote down when I was uh, watching this particular thing is that we 've heard this before right we 've heard this from Milton Friedman, but most especially if you go back and listen to the podcast with Christopher Hitchens, we talk about how at some point you know when you are fighting to censor other people, eventually they will turn and they will they will turn it on you and That was one of those brilliant statements that. You know the the like Christmas uh, podcast that I was talking about with Christopher Hitchens, where he talked about that. That he was talking about the play A Man for All Seasons, and you know when the guy was talking about you know you'd you'd strike down the devil, you know if it meant that you could do this, and then who would you turn to when you've struck down all the laws? And it turns itself on you. And that is the same thing. And I thought this was brilliant. I thought this was a great piece. I thought this was a really good thing to be able to say to people. If you listen to the entire speech, you're going to hear at some point where he talks about trust. And something occurred to me about that is that people want to trust because they don't want the responsibility. Well, what does that mean? That means you don't want to take the risk. You want somebody else to take the risk. And if you take nothing else from this podcast today, I hope you take this, that trust is... A BS term. It's a way for you to abdicate your accountability, your responsibility, and it's a way for others to try to do the same. Observe that through your day to day interactions with people when they say, Well, I trust you. Yeah, because you don't want to be responsible. And what is it that they want to be responsible for? They don't want to be responsible for the risk that you have to take in every choice that you make and every outcome. That would eventually come from whatever that particular choice would be. So I hope you're enjoying the dissection of these types of things as they come up. And it's uh, relevant to uh, the season or to the politics of what's going on. Hey, it is time to end this podcast. And I appreciate you so much for coming in and spending some time with me on this Sunday. If you would, hit that like button. And if you have any comments or questions, just drop those down in the comments section. If there's something that you want me to cover, be sure to drop that in there as well share this with your family and friends. You never know when it might help them to do something. I will catch you here next week and I hope you're out enjoying your holiday season. Make it a great week.